Hey, 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 everybody. It's Frequency 500, and I'm Lynn Schuster-Williams. And I'm Brooke Haynes. And we are here to talk about how we reach for the frequency of love or above in our everyday lives through creativity today. Ooh, it's juicy, Brooke. Yes. So we've been talking about this and, you know, uh, I doubt I've ever said it here, Brooke, but I love um, hand stitching. I love all kinds of embroidery. I'm a little bit of a um, just I love it. I can read about it, but I love doing it. And I also love I'm no artist at all. Like I've never thought I was an artist on in any way. Um, but I also love other creative activities too. And I'm just, I've recently become aware that I can be in a bad mood or I can be, something can happen that makes me sad. And if I just engage in a creative activity, I'm at a new level, I'm at a new place. And Mm -hmm. so Brooke and I have been talking about that, you know, and, and how it creativity is an, as an activity can help us raise our vibration. But Brooke, you have another side of that too, you were just saying to me. Yeah. Um, before I go there, that I'm with you, Lynn. Like if I it, if I can allow myself to just say, you know what, you know, screw it. I'm gonna go color. Yeah. That's the area that I like to cut. Then Often for me, it's hard to cut off to go color if I'm not feeling very high in life. But as soon as I do, I'm so glad I did it. It takes my mind off of it. I got, you know how, you know, if if you're an Abe follower, you might hear him say, come off of it, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think it takes your mind off of it and allows your mind to go explore something you just love. And when you love it, like you're crocheting, you love it and you love it and you're love and you're just really getting that love and creativity where it just continues to boost your frequency and and where you are. Um, And what I have found too, is that um, when you, when you are creative, when you are in your creative juices, it helps you be more creative. Yeah. And so when I have been creative, then the creativity flows in all the other areas as well. And so like, so when you're not feeling good, yes, it can, um, creativity can make you feel good. Also, when you feel good, you get real creative. Yes, it's 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 like a, a two sides of the same coin or or a full circle cycle, right? It can pick you up when you're down, but then when you're up and you do a creative activity, it can make you more creative. Like your your creative juices flow more easily because you're up. Right. And so I love that. So Brooke, you mentioned coloring and I've been with you before when you're coloring and, and I've seen that work for you and I've seen you love doing it and, and all of that. Uh, how do you get into it? how do you start coloring? How was that something for you? I don't remember, but it was back when um, it was before Jagger was born. So that was eight years. He was eight years old. And I just remember finding a, an adult coloring book when they didn't, when they weren't so popular at yeah. either Hobby Lobby or what's the one that starts with an M, Mar- not Marshall's, but Michael's. Michael's. I think it was, it was one of those places. And, yeah. and then I found the perfect markers and they were limited in color. 
but I liked that they were limited in color because mm-hmm. um so and what I did when I colored for the first time at first it was like oh that needs to be yellow and this needs to be this and this needs to be over here and, but then I thought I loved it to a whole new level when I allowed myself to pick a marker and just find on the paper where it was going to go like just oh, yeah. like I let the marker and the paper guide what's happening next. It didn't have to make sense. The grass could be yellow, the, gra- the you know, the sky could be red, whatever. And then right. it really started flowing. And the more I allow, and I've noticed the lower vibration I am when I start, the harder it is to allow that to happen. Mm. But the more I get into it, that whoop, whoop, I rise up, I rise up, rise up. That's so interesting. You know, um, one of my favorite things to do in the visual art realm is called neurographic art. And it's this, you can YouTube it, just look it up on YouTube. There's a thousand how-tos on neurographic art. And and um, and it's a little bit like that, like what you're talking about, just kind of allow it to be and see what it, where it goes and put the col- let the colors guide themselves into the shapes and things like that. And, you know, I love uh, my fabric arts so much, but up until now, they have not been that way for me. They they have been things where there's a pattern and you follow, you know, you're going to stitch. Like I do this technique called black work and uh, I'm, I made a, a black work um, framed piece for Brooke even. And, and it's very intricate and you have to do the stitches right where the stitches go and all this stuff, right? But recently, I have been following some people on social media who do all kinds of textile art that is way more free-flowing, that is way more what you're talking about, about pick up the fabric and pick up the thread and see what stitches come out, right? And it's this more mindful um, technique and group of techniques. Like there are several different ones that I love looking at and um, I haven't tried them yet uh, because I don't honestly have a lot of um, time that I dedicate to that sort of thing. And learning a new thing takes more time. <laughs> so I keep going back to what I know because I can get further with it. But I, I'm really playing around with this idea of the creativity activities that are more free flowing because I feel like I'm going to. I'm going to get something out of that experience that takes me to a level that I just haven't been at yet. You know, I enjoy the stitching I do, but it's not, um, it's pretty technical, I guess is what I'm saying. And it doesn't have that flow of creativity. Mm. Um, I'm I'm good at it and I like it, but it's not quite the same as like the neurographic art that has this utter flow and you have no idea what it's going to look like when you're done and and it just is and then you you know you see it and you're like wow yeah that sounds that sounds fun I'm gonna google that myself I remember a paint an artist I was like I can't paint I can't paint an artist saying just pick a corner and start and go all the way up and see what happens Mm -hmm. I've never done it I never took his advice but it always is often in my head and there are a lot of different ways to be creative that I never thought of. I remember, you know, if you're into astrology, I'm a Pisces. And whenever you read about Pisces, it says creative, creative, creative. And I'm like, I am not creative. Like, 
I am not creative at titles or thinking of things. I'm not creative at this or that. I'm just, I'm not the person. I you know I have a product line that ships all over the world. And I'm like, the last thing I'll do is make a pretty package because I don't know what how to make it pretty, you know? And so I just wrap it and send it, you know? And I'm like, the experience could be better if it was prettier, but maybe not. But anyway, and then someone said, you're creative with the way you work with people. Mm. Like the way you communicate, you're creative in the visions that you see and how things can work that most people will tell you that will never work. And I thought, oh, well, there's my creativity. That person said, you bring people together that never thought they could ever be together. And I was like, okay. My aunt told me once, I've always admired my aunt's house. Like it's all, she has animals and it's always spectacular. Like it's, how do you have these big hairy dogs and cats <laughs> all over the place? And I feel like I can eat off your floor. I don't never know. And, and it's a big house. They're nice, big house. You know, it's lots of spacious room. So it's not like in 20 minutes, she can clean it. Right. Um, <laughs> well, she does this thing with her husband, she, uh, with her husband that, um, they get to take turns on when they make the bed every morning, who, who does the pillows. So they put the pillows in different ways every morning. And I thought, how fun is that? And it came out of them going, no, that's not how it goes. And her going, no, that's not how it goes. And now they just have a game out of it. And every morning they they take turns doing like one morning, she does it the next morning, he does it free flows. And they just, they decided to make pillows artwork and they just change the pillows around. How cool is that? I love that. That's a great story. Oh my gosh. And, and, you know, something that could have been a fight that went on for years in a marriage, right. For somebody else turned into a fun, creative game for them. Like that's a great example of, you know, living from love or above instead of choosing, you know, just to be right or something. Right. I have another friend. Sorry, I'm going to have my stop. This is starting to open up all my thoughts. You know, I have another friend. I love these stories. I do. I do. Who the lady who came and cleaned her house every week or every other week or whatever would always change things around like a picture. And she'd put it somewhere different or something book. And then and then the the goal was for my friend to figure out what she did. But it wasn't like a game that was talked about. Right. It was a game that went on for years that no one spoke of. But I knew about it. She's like, there she goes again. There's what she did this time. And, you know, and that's creative and that's fun. Yeah. If you allow it to be, right? You allow it to be. That's right. If you allow it to be, that's creative and fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, so many good things that we can do to raise our frequency when it comes to engaging in creativity. So, uh, you know, we started by talking about stitching and coloring and, and neurographic art, which is kind of drawing and painting and, you know, all those kinds of things that we think of. And, and you know, maybe our listeners have something that they used to do. Right. Maybe, you know, they learned to sew or knit or or draw or paint or something when they were young and they haven't done it in a long time. Or or maybe it's more like what you were saying, like be creative in how you communicate or what you're doing in life, you know, but 
What are uh, we would, you know, we keep saying on this podcast, Brooke, that we want to hear your stories of how you engage in living from love or above. And so this is a great one. Like, do you have stories about how you've engaged in your creativity? You know, go to Frequency500.com, click on the submit a story button and share it with us and let us know whether you're wanting us to share it, tell your story, or you want to come on with us and tell your story and and we'll be in touch because these could be some great stories that we can't even think of. Yes, absolutely. And think of um, when you have are high, already high, vibrating high. I call it high in life. You know, that's always what yeah. I start to say. It's yeah. when I, and um, and when you're when you're there, how much, how many problems get solved because you're just in that vibration. Yeah. And the creativity starts flowing things that you never saw an answer to and were just stuck on. But when you can, but when you use the things we were talking about today to get that creativity flowing, then when you're in that state of creativity and you're high, you've raised your vibration, how other problems start to unfold. So yeah. we want to hear about those stories too. Like we want to yeah. hear. So I got a story you just made me think of, okay. and this is another aspect of this too. So I want to give a big shout out to my friend, Sally, who's been a regular listener of Frequency 500. Hi, Sally. And Sally does um, an art and craft called felting. It's needle felting. And um, I thought it was really cool. And Sally said, you know, I've been wanting to try this wet felting and I said, ooh, I want to try that with you. So we scheduled a day. It was in the summer because we knew we'd get wet. <laughs> and I went over to her house and we created these pieces of felt that were wet felting. And my total intention at the beginning of this was to create this piece of felt that was kind of like a rectangle and flat that I could then stitch on. And what happened was we I loved doing the process with my friend, first of all. So Part of this story is you don't just have to be creative by yourself, like find people to do it with and share that fun and share that experience with somebody else. But then when it was done, it's actually sitting right behind me back there on my bookshelf. When it was done, I loved it so much I couldn't stitch on it. Like I was afraid I'd ruin it or something, you know, or I just loved it just the way it was. It was just like, I wasn't afraid of it. I was just like, oh, I don't think this needs another thing. I just love it This to look at it just like this. Well, this past weekend, I saw someone stitching on a piece of wet felt and I was like, oh, maybe I do want to stitch on that. So you just never know, like be open and. And but I, the real point of that story was find somebody else to be creative with you, you know. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's also where we live. There's groups of women who get together and have creativity. You know, just like you know, 150 years ago, women got together and quilted or or tanned leather or did whatever they needed to do in their communities um, creatively together. But today. I mean, this group that I've gone to a few times, they're all doing all kinds of different things, right? But in community and together really makes it fun. And you were doing a community creativity circle. Yeah. Um, you know, for a while. So uh, maybe maybe one of our listeners will be inspired by that and get us going again and we can just join them. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> 
I love it. Yes, definitely. And my friend Sally used to come to that. We had a a little circle called creativity and conversation. And we always said, whatever you're working on, bring it. It's not just, you know, for one particular type of craft. And if you're not working on anything, anything, but you just want to come for conversation, do that too. Like it was truly creativity and conversation. So uh, if if listeners want to get inspired by do that, create your own creativity and conversation group. And it can be one other person to start with, right? Um, right. And even if you don't have that one other person, go to a coffee shop and sit there and do your thing. And somebody will come up and go, wow, that's cool. What that about used to happen that? to me all the time. It used to happen to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's how we would invite new people to the circle. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. this has been fun, Lynn. Yep, I love this topic and I can't wait to hear the stories that we collect about everybody's creative love or above juices flowing. So frequency500.com, y'all go submit a story. We're glad you were with us today. All right, May, may your creative juices flow. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Bye.